Maintaining your lawn the right way this fall starts with Lowe's because Lowe's has the grass seed and fertilizer perfect for your growing area and the know-how to help you do it right and a great savings like up to $15 off select Scott's grass seed and save $5 on a 12 and a half pound bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard Fall Lawn Food now $14.97 for all your fall projects do it right for less start with Lowe's valid through 10-2 selection and availability vary by location U.S. only going on <laughs> that was a little uh, track off my phone I have no idea uh, if that's CC or if it's uh, something I'll get sued over but um, yeah <laughs> how you doing I've been talking a lot about spirituality lately uh, I guess in essence uh, I like to think of it more as emotional truths because that's a thing that everybody can relate to you know no matter what your belief um you know uh we all have emotional truth right you know we have love we have fear and everything in between uh today though i wanted to talk a little bit about something more more political I guess you could say um, but I think it really does stem down to a lot of the spirituality um, within us all because isn't it really uh, about logic and emotion aren't uh, all religions, spiritual beliefs uh, lifestyles really just stemming down to the balance and weighing of values between logic and emotion, uh, wisdom and emotional understanding. So let's put this down in pure logic. Do you have any kids? Do you have any kids? And if not, do you want any? Are you planning on having kids? Now, I don't have kids, but someday I hope to have kids. Uh, an extension of myself, still living on. You know, to me, having kids is a miracle. Back before the Great Depression, America was known as being truly great and adored by the rest of the world, even onward a bit further. But the Great Depression had planted something. A seed in ideology that swept capitalism into the pure capitalism we see today. There was no work and a highly growing void of starving unemployed that needed to be filled. So a few of the major corporations came up with a proposal for an economic breakthrough. The ideology of planned obsolescence. Now let's quote Henry Ford from the Ford Corporation. He said, I did not get rich off of selling cars. I got rich off of selling car parts. 
Let's talk about planned obsolescence. Planned obsolescence is the idea of making products designed specifically to break down. In this way, customers would be assured to have to return for more product. It keeps business rolling, customers coming, factories on the move, and everybody's happy in economy. Now, there's a few oxymorons here, but let's just talk about one. One would be the definition of the word economy, which is the efficient use of resources. Let me say that again. The definition of economy is the efficient use of resources. I like to argue that we do not have an economy. I mean, I I don't think it's a really tough uh, battle for me to win there. Um, I don't really see an efficient use of resources. Uh, Non-capitalism, anyways. So we can scratch that off the board right away. Our structure is anything but an economy. Products are designed to the least efficiency possible, and the populace is kept at the maximum amount of scarcity to any necessity as viable without a major riot taking place. Slow starvation of resources, product-wise and food-wise. That's not good. That's not good. Not good. No one back then could have seen it coming, though, you know? Or known what the system would inevitably turn into. Uh, Well, that's... uh, what I say, but you know, some did actually see it coming, and we were warned. But yeah, most didn't. In fact, most people back then had no idea what a fractional reserve banking system was, or even that America's money system was that. Sure, kids nowadays at least are taught the basics and fundamentals of inflation, but what kid knows about the monetary structure? and trade between the Federal Reserve and the American government. Infrastructure is one thing. A fractional reserve banking system is a whole different ballgame that two presidents alone had fought against. Abraham Lincoln and JFK. (laughs) I don't want to get into any conspiracy theories here, not so much as I'd hope people paid more attention towards the actual things Abraham Lincoln and JFK had said in their speeches about this topic and the issues that they in their higher stage of perspective were able to foresee. This system coupled with the ideology of planned obsolescence mathematically and logically can only collapse. Many groups such as the Venus Project, the Zeitgeist Movement, the Transition and others all with their own collective groups of scientists have been saying this for years and proving it time and time again on published papers even. Now, when a body is sick with cancer, we see certain stages of the mentality of the entity take place. Denial. The body and being goes on, but staggeringly, forcefully being ignorant of disease. Wrath. It mirrors perfectly with the nature of the cancer cell, forcing its will and making horrible mistakes that cause exact degradation towards its own survival 
remorse. Pain sweeps away and all willpower is lost in a psychology of listlessness. And then, acceptance. As it had no other choice but to let go as it decays. I don't think it's any question that we as a society, no, as a human race, are in the denial phase. And anyone who can see the symptoms clear as day of our staggering and ironic show of ignorance uh, forcing our hypocrisy would know what comes next. Wrath. And given the growing populace, all-time high in scarcity of necessary produce, infusion of systemic brain bleaching of modern television and cartoons and commercials, and lack of overall passion and drive within the populace, the next world war would not only be imminent, not only be right around the corner, but it would be powered by the technology of weapons we have, we have nowadays which could eradicate most of life on this planet. Now, people don't even see. It seems they don't even acknowledge. They keep doing the things and living in the ways that have been proven through history, as well as mathematically and logically valid, will cause structural collapse. And by all reasonable belief, the death of their family and offspring as well. Or, we could teach society to share. The world is abundant. And we have all the technology to feed, clothe, and house everyone. And at least a few of us will have the will to make it so. I know I do. And that's what, that's what I'm all about. I'd like to quote a little excerpt from a book, uh, Super Brain, Unleashing the Explosive Power of Your Mind to Maximize Health, by Rudolf Tanzi and Dr. Deepak Chopra. Amazing guy. This is on the mentality and wisdom of the human health, uh, healthy human cell. <clears throat> so... Here's some of the mentalities that the healthy human cell has that we can see when we scientifically deduce its actions and reactive nature. Okay. One, I want to be liked and accepted. If I keep everything to myself, others reject me. We can succeed together or fail separately. I can afford to share. It doesn't hurt. It feels good, in fact. 
when I give, I find that I receive. The more I have, the more I can afford to give. Strangely, there's a fullness in giving away more and more. The most fulfilling kind of giving is to give of myself. Now, I don't think uh, our society can even be called humanity these days, you know, because humanity implies the humane spirit, the humane nature of us, right? To be humane. There's a huge strainness to how we can demand so much respect and compassion being given to us, yet we ignore our own lack of giving it. Admonishment is a word rarely known these days, just as the act. If only there were a way. If only there was a plan, or maybe if others showed they cared enough, then more people would try too. Well, I came up with a plan a little bit ago, a while back. It's not a bad idea. For some reason, it's been hard to start. I've just been calling it um, the three-step plan. And basically, I'll uh, cut it short. It basically is a uh, three-step action plan of giving and receiving. It's very simple. It doesn't call for much. Um, in fact, it's, uh, it leaves a lot of room for people to invent their own ways to go about it. But, I don't know, um, maybe I have to put a carrot at the end of the stick. I've been trying not to. I don't want to put a carrot at the end of the stick, like, hey, you know, you get this money or something. <laughs> because the action itself should be understood as exactly what would help society and a person. But, um... I don't know, we'll see how that goes. I'll leave a link after this. Uh, if anybody wants to check it out, please do. And um, maybe we could get things going. I'd really like that. I've been working on it hard for a long, long time. A long, long time. Um, building up my corporation, getting everything legal. Probably get sued a couple times by all kinds of things. I don't even know. <laughs> it's funny, though. It sure is funny. Uh, I've been trying to start an organization with the ideology of freeness, freedom, uh, free sharing, forgiving. And uh, I've put all my money into it. I'm broke as heck now. All of my money into it. But... I find that I have to make money through it. 
in order to be able to function, for it to function as an organization. Hopefully, after I'm gone, it won't turn into some crazy psycho conglomerate corporatocracy thing. <laughs> uh, but um, I would like to see it thrive. There's a lot of potential here. Kapuhuna. Nobody uh, understands the name, and it's fine, as I say. Just because Kapuhuna is not an English word that everybody knows around the house, it's like, hey, back in the day, nobody knew what Google was except for mathematicians. Now it's a household name. I got high hopes. I put a lot of work into this. Look at you. There's good intentions behind it. There's a good heart. Brilliant mind. And a drive and passion that will not quit. Well, I think that's enough for today. But it's my pleasure to talk to y'all. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you later. Here's a little extra to my uh, first lawsuit. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell, but I'm uh, I'm doing a little dance right now. Yeah. Got a gig to it? Alright. Alright. Much love. Much love.